Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Our guest joining us today, um, I connected with her back in January at a local event, and her message was just so inspiring, so uplifting, and I'm like, I need her to share this with my community because it was powerful and I loved every single minute of it. So without further ado, I would love to welcome in Brooke to the podcast. Brooke, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining me because you are truly an inspiration. So can you share more with our listeners about who you are and what you do? Who I am and what I do. Well, my name is Brooke Winkler and I live in Worcester, Ohio. And what do I do? I do a lot of things. My sister likes to say I'm the circus leader. Like I've got the three ring circus going on and I can marry you, bury you and bless you along the way. So <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Um, I am a therapist by trade. And back in 2019, I retired from doing that because I was on my own holistic wellness journey to heal myself. And through that process, I've learned so much and so many things that I needed to follow my heart and follow my passion and do what I needed to do to help other people outside of the scope of being a therapist. And so a little more about me. What do I do? I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome I back in like 2020, no, 2000, and learned how to do Reiki, which is energy work to help that because, you know, you can't crap your pants while you're doing therapy work and you can't get up and leave sessions. And doing that really helped me like calm my stomach down. And through the process, started taking belly dance classes. And then my friends wanted to start taking yoga teacher training. And as a therapist, people were looking for alternatives, medication for um, anxiety and depression. And yoga was a huge component to do that. So I went and did my yoga teacher training without ever taking a yoga class before. Um, through that, I had to do an internship and learned laughter yoga. And that was up in New York and fell in love with this little place called Lilydale, which is a spiritualist community. And then ended up going up there many a times in the summer and got trained to become an ordained minister. And um, from that worked with a spirit artist for two years. And then I actually ended up doing a hypnotherapy session which actually ended up pretty much curing my um, irritable bowel syndrome because it was secondary trauma that was stored in my gut and then became a hypnotherapist. <laughs> so from there, now I'm working on my doctorate in mind-body medicine. That is incredible, like absolutely incredible. And when you think about it, it's been a journey. It, it wasn't is. just, okay, you know, I had these gut issues back in 2000 and that just... I knew how my trajectory was going to go. You mm -hmm. embrace the journey and really lean into a lot of these different things, but at the same time, you stayed true to you. So yes. what advice can you give our listeners of, oh, hey, society is telling us all of these things. We have to do this. We have to be that. How did you start to really embrace your own journey and the authenticity? 
That's, that's a good question. I think a lot of it for me was learning to trust my gut. Um, and one of the things as a spiritualist minister, when I was eight years old, I told my parents that Bill Cosby was a bad man. And they told me that, you know, no, he went around and entertained troops, but he made my stomach hurt. And that was an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. So learning that when my stomach hurts, something's not right. You know, and sometimes that goes against what popular, you know, popular belief is. This doesn't feel right to me. I don't want to do it. And it's really listening to that and trusting it. Um, and also really recognizing what feels right. Yes. What feels right? Because how often do we get caught in the thought trains in our mind? Or doing what other people want us to do right. or not wanting to cause problems or Yeah. Yeah, that's a very real thing. And it it almost has gotten to the point in society we when our gut starts to tell us which way we should be going, when we we start to lean into that intuition, it's almost like our mind like hijacks it. It's like, oh, 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 oh no. Uh-huh. I mean, I know that happened to me when I was ready to walk away from my career in healthcare. It was like, oh, w- wait a minute. Like, this is the safe thing. And our, mm-hmm. it's primal, though. Like, that's yes. our brain's job, right? Right. It is. And it's interesting. I just had a situation because I've lost a lot of friends the last three years. Um, and I want to do some grief counseling with that. And so called to schedule, asked for a female that does art therapy that's been in the field for a while. Yeah. They put me with a man. It's not an art therapist. That's <laughs> not, uh, doesn't have much experience. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. But I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. So he missed the appointment. And I was just like, well, the, that's the universe supporting me. And just right. like, you just said to your, no, that's, that's not what I want. I need to follow through with what I want. Mm-hmm. So we have those lessons that happen to us. And just like, yes, I need to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's hard to do though. So how, how can our listeners start to lean into that intuition, leaning into that gut feeling and stop just shoving it aside like when that mm-hmm. rational brain kicks in? I like to meditate and just sit with the whatever's going on or whatever I'm thinking about and like, okay, I want to play this scenario out and I want to play this scenario out. And it's like, when you're done, you know, you have that feeling of this is what feels right. It's like, it brings a lot of times it's going to push it outside of our comfort zone. It's going to be uncomfortable, but this is right. I mean, you quit your job. I quit my job. So it's. (laughs) Yeah. I yeah. mean, like completely, like like you, I retired. Like I knew that I had outgrown that phase of life and that's okay. Yeah. And I think sometimes just giving ourselves permission mm-hmm. to do the scary thing, to push outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it's finding people that support that because sometimes the people that are closest to us, oh, what are you doing? That's crazy. Well, but then I've had the people who are like, go for it, do it. And it's yes. finding people that embrace that for us. Yes, because they exist. They're out there. There are people that want you to succeed. But Mm -hmm. so many times we don't lean into that. We hear the one person that maybe like, oh, no, no, you you have a degree. So you need to stick with that. And you have bills to pay. So this is the only way to success. Like, what are you Uh doing? But once you truly (laughs) start living life for you, like this is your life, you're the author of it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think for me, I have a very strong faith that the universe has always supported what I wanted, or it's guided me to 
here's where you're headed here. I'm going to help you with this. And it's just like, I totally trust that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. getting to that trust that can be, that can be a process to say oh. the least. <laughs> Has it always been easy for you to trust the process? Has it always been easy to trust the process? I think I've had enough lessons where I haven't trusted the process that I've learned that I just needed to <laughs> follow that gut and trust it. Um, and now I just, I, I'm a manifester. I love to ask for things like support me. If this is what you want me to do, help me out. And it just, things magically happen. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with manifesting, what does the process of manifesting actually look like? Because we're hearing a lot about it all over, but what does that truly look like? What is that process? It's believing that you're deserving. It's believing that there's things out there in the universe to help you, to support you, that life doesn't have to be difficult. Um, and it's asking for what you need and what you want in your life. And yes. believing that you deserve it. Because life doesn't have to be difficult. I love that right there. Right. Because we do, we overcomplicate things. We go into survival mode and we're choosing a lot of times to make things more difficult than they actually need to be. Yes. And as a therapist, it's always been interesting to me because people get stuck and it's like they feel, I don't know if there's an underneath piece that they feel they need to be punished or there's the shame surrounding it. Like if your marriage is not working, work through it or look at it. Why am I staying in this if it's not healthy and, you know, wonderful and all of that? Um, and it's hard for people to make changes and believe that they can have better in their life. It truly is because making change isn't easy. You know, a lot of times we just, we stay stuck because we're more comfortable with being uncomfortable than the alternative. Right, right. And so I'm getting my doctorate in mind-body medicine. And it's fascinating because we really look at what are the thoughts, where is the emotion getting stuck, and then how is it causing mental and physical illness? And I, I love that we're finally starting to, as a society, realize how interconnected our mind-body connection truly is. Yes. I, I mean, it's so powerful. And it's crazy, too, how the body stores trauma and past experiences, just like, you know, the issues that you were facing. That happens a lot. And I really, I'm excited to see the more and more that we're diving into this and the more discoveries we find, like we are pioneering some big things right now in society. And I love that. It's so exciting. And, and I absolutely love doing the work that I do because like as a hypnotherapist, we really work with that stored trauma and releasing it. And it's so powerful. And it's such an honor to do that work, to see people on their journey, do some healing work for themselves. Yes. So talk us through the hypnotherapy piece. What does that look like? So how can hypnotherapy help, let's say a business owner that's, you know, kind of stuck in those self-limiting beliefs? Um, so what hypnotherapy does is look at, so I'll just, can I use my irritable bowel syndrome? Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. So that's what I wanted to focus on. And so for me, I do it in three sessions. Person comes in, we do an interview process and we really work on what's the emotions that are connected to that. Um, and it's really powerful because we do deepening techniques. We do a safe place and we do an adult ego. 
And what that does is you learn NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. So you bring like your thumb and your forefinger together because it cements in that subconscious brain that this is your safe place anytime you bring those together. And then with the adult self, you bring your hands together. And what we know is that when we react to something negatively, it's usually our four or five-year-old self that's reacting. It's not our adult. And so it's just that reminder of bring your adult in, bring your adult in. Because we all have our moments. Oh, absolutely we do. Because we're human. Yeah. Um, and so when we do the second session, we do that again. But then we regress the person and have them go back first to the most recent situation where that situation was. And they're allowed to re release. So if they need to hit down, if they need to yell and scream, it's perfectly appropriate because you want to get it out of your body. Yeah. And then we regress and take them back to the situation where it first stemmed from. And the power of this is that each regression we ask, so what did you decide about yourself and how did you decide to behave? Because if it's your four-year-old self that says, my stomach's going to hurt because it gets me out of this because I'm scared, that's what I kept reverting back to. And so you're allowed to release all of that. And at the end, we go back and correct all of those. So it was, so for me, it's okay to say I'm scared. It's okay to ask for help help. It's okay to give yourself nurturing. It's okay to take a break. So it was just re basically reprogramming the brain to make it healthy. I love it. And reprogramming yes. the brain. And that in itself is just absolutely fascinating that uh -huh. we have the ability to rewire our brain because right. a lot of our thoughts are just habitual. Mm -hmm. And even if they're not true, right? Right. And it's so fascinating because when I do the sessions with people and even for myself, it's the little things that got stuck that we don't realize that they got stuck. Yeah. And it's like, get rid of that. <laughs> get rid exactly. Of that. Get rid of that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then once you let it go, that's where you find your power again. You can yeah. lean into what brings you joy and your authentic, your authentic self and just embracing yeah. who you are. Yeah, and then I do a third session, so I process the whole thing with them because it's so fascinating to help bring that therapeutic piece in of looking at this is where this is where we need to do some more work on and and really you know work through that. So it's really cool. That is so cool, Brooke. This is absolutely amazing work that you are doing. Where can we learn more? I am in Worcester, and my business on the website is um, engagingthespirit.com. And I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram at Engaging the Spirits. And also in April, I'm ho hosting the What Fair. It's the Wellness Holistic Alternative Treatment and Therapies Fair in Worcester, April 21st and 22nd. So if you're interested in all the holistic stuff, please come out because we'll have all kinds of practitioners and all kinds of fun things to do for, for people. Oh my gosh, incredible. So be sure to check that out. Brooke, thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge with our listeners. Thank you and for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 